You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Tuesday. I almost said Monday, but uh, we've already gone through Monday, and right? It, it kind of feels like a Monday. Let's, let's not do Monday again. It's cold outside, it, so. It is colder today. It was so nice <laughs> was yesterday, it like though. In the 30s, and yeah. it's cold now. It was beautiful yesterday. Got oh, outside uh, yeah. for two minutes and enjoyed it. <laughs> two minutes? <laughs> That's it? To, well, oh, trying man. to catch up on all the work that I missed while I was out being I mean, unhealthy. Yeah, so, uh, I was really only outside going <laughs> to and from my car, so I <laughs> guess I shouldn't yell at you. <laughs> we have some good stuff lined up for today. Uh, speaking of being unhealthy, we're going to talk about being healthy uh, in the second half. We'll continue our wellness series with Deaconess Heidi Gaiman. Today, we take a look at church work students. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, going back to the it's days a of being of a student. Yes, it's a very <laughs> special group of students. And, and speaking of students, uh, also some 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 really insightful tips from our friends at Lace Specialized Education. Uh, we'll talk about that here in just a moment as well. Thanks to our friends at Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about them at cuw.edu. In studio with us this morning, Jackie Smith, Executive Director of Lace Specialized Education. Jackie, a joy to have you here on the Coffee Hour. Good morning. How are you? Good, good. (laughs) Glad to have you in studio. Tell us, uh, for those not familiar with Lace Specialized Education, give us that that elevator speech. What is Lace Specialized Education? Oh, the elevator speech. Well, we (laughs) at Lace Specialized Education provide educational support services for children with learning differences. Currently, we are in 16 Lutheran schools in the metropolitan area. Um, all at different capacities, mm-hmm. and we want to make sure that all of uh, the children that we serve can really reach their God-given potential. What are some uh, typical evaluations for uh, students that have some special needs? It is typically uh, most of our kids that we serve do um, have an individualized education uh, program that um, from a diagnosis that, that maybe they got from special school district. Uh, what we are seeing actually now is more of those kids who really would not qualify for special education services. That that doesn't mean necessarily they don't suffer from dyslexia or they might have a language disorder, but they just don't qualify for special school district. So at LACE, we actually do provide um, those kind of individualized education plans for those children. Thinking of families who uh, who are really committed to Lutheran education, they want their child to be in a Lutheran school, but they know their child has um, a, a learning disability or some sort of um, special need. Uh, where does LACE help make that happen? How does LACE help make that happen so that they can still be committed to their Lutheran education as well? Typically that happens um, in the admissions process at our schools Mm -hmm. and um, once a parent has communicated that uh, my child needs some supports in these areas, Mm -hmm. the um, either the admissions director or the principal will actually pull the LACE specialized education teacher to have a conversation with the parents to see if uh, what kind of supports we can develop so that child is successful at that school. So this means that parents don't have to uh, give up this this option of a Lutheran school for their child if they um, if they have maybe a um, you know a, a learning disability or some sort of special need. Um, it doesn't necessarily eliminate a Lutheran school because sometimes we think a Lutheran school it maybe it's smaller. It might not have all the resources that maybe the larger school districts have that sort of thing. So lace helps uh, bridge that gap and, uh, and and make that happen. And I've seen this in uh, in, in our own school, uh, in my son's school too. We have a lace teacher, and we are so grateful uh, to to have that support. And it, it, um, 
you know, right now we don't need those, but to know that uh, if that comes up in the future for my yes. son, um, that we have that support of a LACE teacher right there um, on campus so that uh, that if he needs, and, and granted, we, you, you can't meet every need with one teacher. Correct. <laughs> correct. That is not correct. saying yeah. that this teacher is a miracle worker. You can't meet every need. Um, but to know that, that that's an option that we can still utilize our, our Lutheran school, which, yeah, it's much smaller than the, the, the giant public school district that we have. But yes, to know that that great resource is there. So recently, um, the, Lay Specialized Education send out their newsletter and you had um, top 10 reasons not to avoid uh, (laughs) evaluation and treatment for your child. And that's what sparked this. I was like, oh, never really thought of it. You know, I, having been an, you know, being an educator, I always think of these things like, yeah, okay, we should probably check this out and make sure that's okay. But for many parents, it might be something that we're reluctant to to think Mm -hmm. about and to pursue, um, why do you think we're reluctant to, to even consider that our child might have uh, a disability and to um, to avoid assessment or evaluation and then uh, treatment or services? Well, it's scary. I mm-hmm. mean, let's just mm-hmm. be honest. It's very scary for for anybody. As as parents, we see our children go through through challenges, and when you predict that maybe there's maybe my child's not hitting those milestones. Mm-hmm. You really want to, um, I see it all the time. I think parents really want to, to, they want their child to do well in school academically. We want our children to have friends. And sometimes it's very difficult. I think what you have to do is really gather information. Um, I actually have a child of that has an anxiety disorder. And I'm very public about, about that. And I knew that there was some issues when she was younger. And I just started gathering information. I went to my pediatrician. I had a conversation with him. I started talking to educators. I tried to I was trying to really put the tools in place at home and at school so she could be successful. And that's where I go when I talk to parents is that you want your child to be successful, have friends, um, and really experiences experiencing those successes is going to have an impact not only uh, um, academically, but his self-esteem, her self-esteem. So that's why we really want to encourage trying to get under the hood and really find out what those issues are. And they might not be as bad as you think they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about anxiety. I, there, and maybe this is just uh, my, my coming of age into adulthood and, and just realizing that it, a lot of people have, um, you know, special, maybe maybe it's not a, 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 a a learning disability, but it's, it's, it is anxiety or it is something that, um, we're talking about this so much more, even in, even with adults, um, more of these things are, are becoming more prevalent and, and just, um, we're, we're okay talking about them more, which I think is really, yes. really important because yes. half the battle is just being able to be open about it. Thank you, GI Joe. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> half the battle is knowing, right? Isn't Am I too young for that? Yes, you are. Oh, man. I'm not. Sorry, that went I'm way not, over my head. You knew where I was going. I knew where you were going. What happens when uh, when we do overlook these or, or um, when we... When we don't treat the the the, um, the needs that are that are arising in children, children get farther and farther behind. Um, they actually don't have um, the friends that we would like them to have. Uh, they they're um, they become more quiet. Possibly, there are a lot of different ways that our our kids develop tools to survive mm. um, in those kind of settings. So that's why we want to gather as much information as we can. Have the conversation with your educators. Have the conversation with your pediatrician. 
and and just gather as much information as you can so you can develop those resources for your child. So making sure that um, if there is a, a a disability or a special need that um, th- that you're getting the resources you need, the support that you need, because what I'm hearing you say is uh, left untreated, not only can it create challenges in terms of of learning, but can also lead to some isolation, some sense of isolation for your child as well, maybe feeling cut off from or or extremely different from other kids around them. Exactly. And that becomes actually more prevalent as a child grows up and becomes an adolescent. Mm -hmm. So that's why early intervention is what is actually the key to success is finding out what those what those challenges are early Mm. and Developing those interventions for for children, this is what we do at Lay Specialized Education, is really develop those interventions that's individualized to that child's needs. That's what makes us, that's what makes special education so unique, is you're not looking at holistic, you're looking at each individual child and what tools do we need to develop to help that child be successful? Is reading a paragraph out loud going to help him or her on that test versus them reading it because they have difficulty with comprehension? Okay, we can do that because the information is there. We just have to get it out of him or her. Mm -hmm. And then they feel successful. They're like, I know this information. Mm -hmm. And that's wonderful to see. So that's why I have to read my textbooks out loud. Yep. I get it now. Where can we look for resources? I'm not kidding. I know. Uh, (laughs) When you hear me reading from my cubicle, where can we look for resources um, such as uh, information like this or, or how, where do we look for evaluation too? If, you know, if we have a young child or even a a child in elementary or middle school, um, we suspect there might be uh, a, a disability there what's the what's the first step what do you recommend that parents do if they suspect that their child might have a disability first step is talk to your pediatrician first mm-hmm. um, then I would actually talk to the child's teacher uh, or special educator uh, to talk about the milestones or what your concerns are have a dialogue with the educator because they I, I they're with your your child majority of the day so have that conversation uh, there is a possibility that that uh, collaboratively you can come together and actually um, go to special school district and have that child evaluated. You have to fill out some paperwork and some information in order to to get tested. You can also go through a private evaluator to get um, information about your child's uh, potential disability. There are all sorts of resources out there that you can look at. Actually, what what spearheaded all of this was that social media post on our Facebook page um, that Amy Moss, who is, we consider her one of our collaborative partners. Mm -hmm. She's at West County Psychological um, Associates, and she's come in to actually do professional development for a lot of our staff. And um, she also has some recommendations. So we we listen to her. She's a great resource in in the St. Louis community. Also go on to um, Lou. LutheranSpecialEd.org, which is our website, uh, to look at uh, other resources. You mentioned earlier, we only have a few seconds left. Uh, You mentioned earlier that LACE Specialized Education is in 16 Lutheran schools in the St. Louis area. Lutheran schools currently, yes. Um, So, you know, if you're thinking that that Lutheran education might not be an option for your child because they have 
uh, special needs, check out the schools, the Lutheran schools in the area. There might be resources there um, so that Lutheran education can still be a part of your family's uh, choices for Mm -hmm. your child's education. Jackie Smith, Executive Director, LACE uh, Specialized Education. Thank you so much for being with us this morning in the studio and God's blessings on your work. Thank you for having me. Coming up in just a little bit, we continue our wellness series with Deaconess Heidi Gaiman uh, right here on the Coffee Hour. We're taking a look at church work students. Uh, Mm -hmm. Sorry if I start sharing, regressing and sharing stories. Oversharing, no oversharing. (laughs) From from my formative years as a church work student. You listen to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.